Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to um, another episode of Tea Time Tuesdays. Can you believe this is episode six? Oh my goodness, I'm on my sixth episode. So anyhow, let's get straight into it. Um, I hope you have your cup of tea. If not, get the kettle boiling and let's get into it. So today I'm going to be discussing with you um, the first chapter at the very least about uh, from a book called Small Change. Little things make a big difference. Now, I had the idea that I, um, I mean, I know I said that I wanted to do random things with you on my blog post, like book reviews and, you know, anything else I can think of. But then I had the idea when I picked up back this book um, that I could probably take you through the book with me, take you along the journey of reading this book. And um, so let me give you a little history about when I got this book. So as I said, it is called Small Change, Little Things Make a Big Difference. And it's by Susan and Larry Terkel, or Terkel, T-E-R-K-E-L. Not quite sure you pronounce your last name, but in any case, um, I bought this book, I want to say a couple of years ago, um, when I was in Miami, obviously, so that's, Jesus, almost like over 10 years ago. Anyhow, um, I remember specifically buying this book one day on a trip with my roomie. Um, who is Kirsten, who was my roommate back in college. And we had bought this book one day. And then shortly after that, we went on a picnic. I don't quite know why, but for some reason, that memory of having this book and going on a picnic with my roomie, um, who I'll always call my roomie because she's, she's just my roomie. And um, I just remember having this book and reading it on the picnic. So... For some reason, that memory is really, really strong in my mind. But anyhow, that's besides the point. I really want to get into it today with you um, talking about this book because it is a really, really good book to, to read. And I know I already said that I have picked it up um once before and because clearly when i picked it up again i had um i had oh what you call it i had already made my notes and everything already so clearly i picked up this book already and i wanted to take you along with me again so the whole point of this book is talking about small change now i'm not talking about money if anybody was thinking that but as it says little things make a big difference so we're talking about small changes in terms of what you do on your daily life your habits that you do you know that it really the whole book is about, I mean, I haven't read the whole book, but I can pretty much guess what it's about. Making small changes as opposed to huge changes, you know, where you completely do a, a 180 um, and completely flip the script, completely make these big changes. You know, like how everybody has, uh, what you call them now, um, New Year's resolutions, where at the end of the year, you know, you say, okay, as, as, as of January 1, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to drink more water, I'm going to skip the elevator and take the stairs, I'm going to eat more veggies, I'm going to do 100 squats every day, I'm going to get up earlier, I'm going to do blah, 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 like you list out a whole bunch of stuff that you want to do, like one time, right? Or... Um, you make a whole, you make like a huge change, you know, where, you know, I mean, of course there's sometimes where a huge change is 
what's necessary so for example if you're recently diagnosed with a disorder or a disease where it requires you to like that same day look you gotta give up the sugar you gotta give up the coffee you gotta give up the cigarette smoking you gotta give up whatever it is like you know you do an intervention and come off of drugs completely that is different right of course you have to do a big one-time intervention for that specific for different things but we're talking about small changes in terms of your daily habits so let me just get to it here you know you apply small make small changes in your daily habits such as your meals or snacks your relationships your work or your leisure and watch these changes gradually accumulate into a much healthier happier and more satisfying life so the thing is that when you make a big change say let's let's go with the workout one because everybody does that right at january 1st you know the gyms are packed right or <clears throat> sorry at least the first week in january the gyms are packed and then slowly but surely you see them start to like drop out one by one and by like march everybody said you know what screw it you know they've given up on their new year's resolution and the thing is it's because that change was obviously too big or too overwhelming for that particular person or persons, right? And what happens is that when you make such a big change so quickly, you know, you're not really mentally prepared for it and so you get overwhelmed, right? So what they're saying, what the goal is saying is that you do little things at a time. So say for example, okay, you wanna get healthier. The first step you're gonna do in week one, you just up your, your water intake right or say for example you are only a pepsi drinker right because you know i have i have a friend who only drank pepsi and you know so for example a small change would be okay at lunch i'm going to replace my one pepsi that i have for lunch i'm going to replace that pepsi or coke or whatever it is with water you still have pepsi for dinner you know you still have pepsi the next day but that small change is that you've only replaced the lunch meal like you'll only have pepsi with that or sorry you only have water with that so you're skipping out that pepsi right that's a small change and then gradually you know that you make another step and you say okay i'm only going to have one pepsi per day or i'm going to have one i'm going to have pepsi only on tuesdays and thursdays or whatever it is you make those small increments because the other thing is in relation to the pepsi example is that your body gets addicted to the caffeine and so if you cut up pepsi cold turkey your body's going to freak out and it's going to go into withdrawals right so same way as you have to you know if you're coming off of medication you know i'm on some medication for my fibromyalgia and i can't just cut that medication out cold turkey i have to be doing it small stages so i was at two tablets right now i'm down to one so what i did is that i had my doctor cut my prescription down to one and a half tablets and then i cut it down to one tablet hopefully i can get back to one to half a tablet right every day and then maybe i can do half a tablet every other day so that eventually i can wean my body off of this medication and you have to do it slowly and gradually so let me read you the introduction um so you can get an idea of it and what i want to do is i'm going to go through my notes on the first chapter and um like read to you the highlights that i edit that i underlined of course and then maybe the next podcast i'll do the next chapter and you know things like that so i want to kind of take you 
along the journey with me of reading this book i don't know if i will actually do all of the chapters because quite frankly that will take a lot of or many episodes and i think i may lose some of you there i don't know i may do it every other episode i may do it once well i can't do it once a week i was about to say once a week because that's what i already do my podcast is once a week so that's not out of the question so you know maybe i'll do it once a month i'll do like a chapter on this one whatever it is I'll figure it out as I go along. So anyhow, as I was saying, let me read to you the introduction. Here goes. Imagine you have a bundle of sticks that you need to break in half. You grab the whole bundle and try to break it over your leg all at once. But chances are your leg would break and not the sticks. On the other hand, you could break each stick individually, one at a time. That might take a little longer, but in the end, you'd have a pile of sticks you want and a healthy leg. This is the premise behind some t- behind small change, a wise, witty, wonderful little book with a fresh perspective on the timeless quest for self-improvement. Other books talk about making radical changes and massive makeovers. They don't play the effort required to ignore the sense of guilt and inadequacy that follows follows when we fail. Small changes recognize that any change is better than no change at all. A modest success is always better than failure or not trying at all. So in each chapter, it concentrates on a different area of change and it offers you numerous steps you can take at home and at work, steps that lead to increased physical and mental health, better relationships and more happiness. Just as a few coins put aside each day eventually add up to many dollars, a series of small modifications eventually turn into major change. The well-known proverb, a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step, expresses this undeniable truth. The secret of success is to focus on the small steps, not the long journey. Now, I know some of you may disagree in terms of the ending of not on the long journey. Um, I kind of disagree in a, in, in a way because I do think that we need to be focused on the long journey. We absolutely do. Mind you, this is my opinion, not what the book says. But I do 100% agree that we need to start with small steps. I personally am a living testimony of that. I'm sure other others of you, you know, who are re- listening you know, would, can say that. I mean, what changes have you tried to implement in the past and, you know, all of a sudden you just kind of, you felt that guilt and that those insecurities just overwhelmed you, especially if you, you know, you struggle with depression, which I have, you know, on many for many years, you know, still getting over it, still have my ups and downs. But when you're doing a huge change, and then, for example, you know, and worse, if you go and compare yourself, oh my God, let's not even get into comparing because that's a whole different ballgame, right? But when you do a huge change and you get those random moments where you feel guilty and insecurities come over, it's because that change is too big. That's what that means, right? Just a little step. What did it say? Let's go back to it. A journey of a thousand miles begins with one small step. Now, this reminds me of a song. I can't quite remember the name of the person, um, but it's called One Step at a Time. It's like a hip-hop R&B kind of a, a song, I think. Maybe I can find it later on and play it at the end. But anyhow, 
but that's really what I wanted to get into today so let me go back and say now you know because okay so for example this this um the introduction right a better way to a better you it talks it gives an example about a plane going off course so let me read this for you uh, where do I start okay if a flight from New York to Los Angeles is off course by just one degree the plane will arrive closer to Tijuana Mexico than it would to Los Angeles the further it travels, the more widely it misses the destination. This is what happens to us in life. We drift off course. What once seemed like a fabulous job has become tedious or frustrating. What was once a great ah, relationship sorry, has lost its luster. The body has drifted out of shape. Like the pilot, we find ourselves off course. What are we to do? Well what this book is saying to do is just simply take another you just you found yourself going off course okay no problem just make a little change a shift in degree going back in the right direction right it continues to say many advice givers say to change direction completely these advisors usually suggest radical changes or big makeovers returning to the new york and los angeles um an analogy sorry the advisors might even say to change planes in chicago worse they may even say suggest that the pilot return to new york and just start over right how many times have you made a big change and all of a sudden you know what i fell off for three weeks i'm gonna start over again no don't freak out don't freak out don't have to come wheel and come again you know and then you're gonna get overwhelmed all over again for example some of the one of the things that i've pretty much been able to do consistently for the past almost two years now and I say two years because it actually started shortly after my dad's passing, which was, you know, his. I, I started working out consistently on the birthday after his passing. And what I did one day is that I just got up and I got my ass on my elliptical and I just did not look back. And I can safely say I've been working out I want to say every day, but real, realistically, definitely every week because I used to work out every single day on the elliptical. I did it because in my previous episode, I spoke about proving yourself to yourself. That's why I did that. So that was a bit of a radical change. Um, but I did take it in small steps. I'd only do like 15 minutes at a time. And then the next week, I'd do 20 minutes. And the next week, I'd do 30, you know, increment like that. Um, but the point is, I stuck it out every single day i made that one small promise to myself is that one every day once a day i'm going to move my body whether it is walking around my complex whether it is doing a hundred squats whether it is doing jumping jacks whether it is doing 10 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes on the elliptical whatever it is i was going to move my body every single day all right that was my small change and two years later, I am still working out every day, with the exception of most weekends. Um, I may increase that again um, because I was fortunate to, you know, have lost 20 pounds. And I could have done more, obviously, if I was, if I made bigger changes, yes. But, you know, that's not what this is about. Um, but anyhow, we're talking about small changes, right? So what this book is saying, back to the example, small changes can get us back on course just as easily 
as they can lead us off course. Either you, either for you or against you, small changes add up. So we're talking about small changes to make your life better, right? But guess what? Small changes can even go against you. So say, for example, um, you know, let's go back to the Pepsi example. You're like me. I only drink water with every meal. But then, you know, once in a while, you say, oh, I haven't had Pepsi in a while. So you just make a quick stop and you pick up a Pepsi. All right. That's one. And then you give your body that sugar. Whether it could be Pepsi, it could be juice, because we don't really drink juice either. Right now, we have a bottle of apple juice in our fridge, and let me tell you, that going down tonight, <laughs> right? Um, and, and so, because of that, we just straight up don't buy juice, right? Because we know that it's very difficult for us, my husband and myself, I'm talking, um, to not drink the Pepsi or to not drink the juice if it's in the house. It's very difficult. Maybe I should actually buy it so I can build up my resistance or whatever it is, my, my strength, my resistance. But the point I'm getting at is that um, you buy that one Pepsi, you buy that juice, right? An example actually for me would be Red Bull. So I did that the other day. Um, it's actually an excellent example, actually. I, I was finding that when I was working at my dining table by like around two to four o'clock I'd have that lull where I'm just like oh god I'm so tired I need some energy and I would just say you know what come let me go buy a Red Bull so I went and bought a Red Bull oh my god who tell me to do that well next thing I know I was having a Red Bull three times a week right and I'm coming from somebody who hadn't had Red Bull in years to know all of a sudden, just from buying one Red Bull, I now have it today. Then I go buy another one two days later. Then another one, another one. Till I find out that I'm real, I realize that I'm drinking like three Red Bulls a week. And that's not good. Right? So just that one little change of having a Red Bull, having another one, having a small increment. Right? Even though I had a Red Bull and I would stretch it out for two days so I wouldn't down it. Right? I thought I was doing good by saying, you know what, let me drink half of it today. And I put it back in the fridge. I found a way to keep it fresh. It only stays fresh for like one day, by the way. And I would drink the rest of it the next day. So I figured I'm not doing too bad, you know. Nope. I needed the, 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 the Red Bull. I found that I was craving it. So a small change can also go the opposite way. So we have to be very, very careful right? So the thing is, here's some good news. Your life probably is not as big of a mess as you think, right? So for those of you, <clears throat> sorry, pardon me. For those of you who want to do some changes, I don't want you to hear this podcast or any other podcast and think that, you know, your life is a huge mess. You know, you can't do this. You can't do that. Everybody can do something. If you found that, you know, you're 10 pounds overweight or more than you would like to be, then it is healthy, or you smoke, or you don't work out as much as your friends because you compare yourself to your friends, which we're not going to get into, you know, um, that's a whole different podcast, or, you know, whatever it is, you have an injury, whatever it is, your life is not as bad as you think. It's not as big of a mess as you think. You are not bad. You are not weak. You are not unlovable. You are not out of control. You're just off course. 
That's all it is. You're just off course, right? You may have gotten far off course, but how did you get there? From slight, from small degrees that took you off course. So how do you get back there? Small degrees in the opposite direction that gets you right back on course. A little at a time, right? So, you know, it just, small change is, is a very, very powerful thing. And I can definitely speak to that. So let me read you another excerpt from the book right? The power of small change lies in how much easier small changes are to initiate and, key point here, to maintain, right? It's so much easier and it gives you a big confidence boost, right? When you have set a small goal and you achieve it. Think about how big of accomplishment that, you, that, it, that it is, you know, after dinner, you just go for a walk just down the road, depending on how you safe your neighborhood is. Or you go for a walk down in your, in your neighborhood. Or if you don't have a safe neighborhood, you do like one or two rounds back and forth from your gate to your, to your front door. Right? Even if it is 10, even if it is 1, you got up and you moved. Right? It is also how meaningful these patterns are and the patterns that they create. Right? That's a big thing. These small changes will create patterns and routines that will drastically help and make your life a lot better, right? It talks about that replacing a soft drink with, a, with, one, with water for one meal, right? Another example, if you want to increase your steps, right now I probably should get back into my Fitbit because I have like about three people, right? Shout out to Sasha, Alika, um, and Amber, who I'm supposed to be teaming up doing my Fitbit thing, my excuse, because that's what it is, an excuse, is that my Fitbit, um, what do you call it, the screen, the display has kind of gone, so I can't see what I'm doing, but anyhow, I need to charge it up and get back on it, but if you want to, the point I'm getting at is that if you want to increase your steps, right, so instead of doing the elevator so if you go to work right and you live and you live either you live or you work on the second floor third floor whatever it is you take the stairs you swap it out and you take the stairs instead of the elevator it might mean that you have to leave a little bit earlier because it may take you longer to go up the stairs right if you live on the seventh floor maybe start and take the steps to the third floor and then take the elevator up right? Or take it to the, whatever it is you want to do. Think small, right? Any step, any, any step forward, no matter how small, even if you're crawling, makes a big difference, right? Especially to your confidence, right? That's really what's important here. Because for example, I, um, I live on the seventh floor in my apartment and what I used to do, and maybe I'd use this podcast to hold myself accountable, is to start back taking the steps. So what I would do is that um, I'd say, okay, once a day, I'm going to go down and take the stairs. If I'm going to throw out some garbage, I can't go down the chute. I go down the elevator, but I come back up on the stairs, right? And what I found myself doing, I found myself doing the stairs six times a day. I really, really need to get back to doing that. Right? So an example, it says, walk to the next, next bus stop instead of the closest one, right? In one year, let me, t let me, okay, this is big. So here's an example, right? If you walk to the next bus stop instead of the closest one, in one year, you will walk more than 150 miles more 
than if you had not changed your routine. This is the equivalent of walking from New York to Philadelphia and back each year. In 10 years, you will have walked more than 1,500 miles. And this is just if you walk to the next bus stop as opposed to the closest one. Now, this is, you know, the whole is numbers into to, to being strict because in Jamaica, like, you'll find one bus stop and, well, Jano, God bless you if you can find the next one, right? So I don't know the bus routes, but I know that they're not all the same distance apart. Right, especially if you're in a country. But that's just an example, right? Those small changes, imagine you would have walked 150 miles more than if you had not. Right? Just that small change, a big difference. Right? Another example for your relationships. You consciously say, I love you at the end of every phone conversation with your life partner. And it will reinforce the message for both of you adding tens of thousands of ende what? endearments over the course of a relationship. Small change adds up. It's very true. I mean, think about how much we take those three words for granted, right? Granted, um, everybody says them differently, you know, meaning, you know, one person may say them more in a relationship than the other. It doesn't mean they love them any less. Hope not anyway. But just for example, you know, you just made it a point to say, I love you at the end of converse, every conversation. It's something myself and my husband do, right? Every time either one of us is leaving the house, we always say, I love you. Anytime we're ending a conversation, we always say, I love you. Sure, I may mess up from time to time and forget or if I'm rushed off the phone or whatever it is, but that's okay. You also have to forgive yourself, right? If you make any mistakes, right? Small change is a gentle pathway to self-improvement, right? By making small changes one at a time, you go on, you go easy on yourself. You're not challenging yourself to become a new you overnight, right? You're, ta you're tackling one small issue, such as taking a breath before reacting to a small annoyance. Ooh, that's a good one, guys. Or doing three minutes of stretching in the morning, what this does is you give yourself positive reinforcement along the way as you succeed in making each small change. With each accomplishment, you gain confidence in your ability to make changes. This is what I was saying earlier, right? Sure, some people may say, oh, but you shouldn't go easy on yourself as it says you're not challenging yourself and blah, blah. Yes, I disagree with that. You are still challenging yourself. Sometimes just getting out of bed is a freaking challenge, right? And that's okay if it is. You have to know how it stay, how things are for you, right? But I don't want you... Here's a, a little advice or what I want to stress to you is, while yes, I'm saying small changes is a good thing, please... Do not take what I'm saying, do not take what this book is suggesting, and turn it into an excuse. There's a difference, right? Don't use it as an excuse. But moreover, this is for people who have found that they're struggling with overnight changes or with big radical changes. If you're struggling with that, it just simply means that you've bit off more than you can handle, right? That's all it means. Small changes suggest that um, sorry, this book suggests that you honor these laws by making a series of small changes 
rather than trying to change more than you can handle. I literally just said that, right? What law? It's talking about the law of inertia. Objects in motion tend to stay in motion, and objects at rest tend to stay at rest. I remember specifically learning this in physics. For all of you, go back into high school, first form, um, second form, whatever you want to call it, sophomore, um, freshman, sophomore, for middle school, whatever you want to call it, wherever you're listening to this, right? The law of inertia. Objects stay in motion tend to stay in motion, and objects at rest tend to stay at rest. These are habits especially those acquired over a long period of time, follow the law of nature. Perhaps the reason they are so difficult to change, right? That's So what it's saying here is that if you're following the law of um, the one where an object at rest tend to stay at rest, it's going to be hard, right, to, change, to make that change, right? So if you are a person who... All you really do at home is just binge watch and you sit on the couch all day. It's going to be very hard. It's going to be much harder for you to make um, any change as opposed to a person. Yes, I know I'm comparing at this point, but hear me out. It's going to be harder for you to change, you know, unlike harder for you than a person who wakes up early every morning, right? But it's not impossible. All it just means that you just have to start small and that's totally totally fine right small changes are more consistent with human nature and evolution right let's continue here i want to read this section um yeah okay i'm going to read this one so as it says small changes are more consistent with human nature and evolution assuming darwin was correct evolution demonstrates that small changes over a long period of time have made us vastly different from our prehistoric ancestors while we do not suggest that anyone wait for eons for improvement no we do not we will show you how we will show how cultivating a small change in a daily habit can build to a significant change over time right so it now continues on to an example Right, so I'm going to read this example of um, this lady called Trudy. So here we go. Trudy was, a, was single and lived with her mother. After her mother died, grief-stricken Trudy went for a short walk. While the walk left her somewhat out of breath, it cleared her head and lifted her spirits. The next day, Trudy took another short walk around the neighborhood. Again, she found herself feeling better afterward, though still out of breath. In time, Trudy no longer had to say, I think I'll take a walk to feel better. She had acquired the habit of walking before and after dinner each day. This new habit brought Trudy greater clarity, less tension, and a broader perspective. By the way, two years later, Trudy was 55 pounds lighter and much happier with her body and her life. This is just one example, right, of how Trudy, in this case, she just went for a walk one day, just one day. That's it. It took one day, right? So that's basically what this book talks about. It gives you many, many examples, right, um, on different ways you can implement change. So let me go back. Let me do a quick um, 
quick um, overview of the content. So you're going to say first one, I just did the introduction to the first chapter is how to apply small change to your life, small changes for better health, small changes for better relationships, small changes for a healthier, more creative mind, small change at work, small change for more happiness and conclusion, a little pep talk. So I'm going to end here guys, cause I've already gone on for half an hour. Um, so I'm going to take you on that journey with me of reading, of reading that book. But what I do want to do is that I want to end here with you, um, giving you a little evening affirmation, right? Because I know that I'm doing this podcast a little bit late. Um, but that's okay. I don't have to do it at any given time of the day. Um, Anyhow, this is for tea time, so in the evening. But here is an affirmation I really want to end with today. Right? The affirmation says, I did the best I could today. Right? So, no one can do everything perfectly. Otherwise, you wouldn't be human. Be proud of what you've accomplished during your day today. And know that you tried your hardest and put forth your best effort. Maybe others didn't acknowledge your hard work, but at the end of the day, only your opinion of yourself matters anyway. So I'm just going to end on that lovely note. Um, Cheers. And I hope to see you or see my views. Um, I hope to get back to you next week. Not hope, but I will. I will do another episode next week. I'm holding myself to that. So Just remember small changes and the affirmation ending for today is that I did the best I could. All that matters is what you think of yourself. All right. Cheers, guys. Bye.